Hey everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna with another RFC minicast. This one features honest to goodness breaking news and I had to bring on my bestest pals from the big show, Melvar and Headmaster Don. Fellas, how are you guys doing on this uh, on this breaking news night? I've, I've been better, but I'm here. <laughs> oh, Don. You know what? Everybody should give Don, uh, Don a round of applause because he's clearly like down for the count, but this topic is something that you couldn't resist. Isn't that right, Don? Definitely. And uh, Melvar, how are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Well, we're about to dive into um, a news leak, breakage, the kind of stuff that uh, if you're a Hasbro employee keeps you up at night, but, uh, probably with a bottle of bourbon. We have our first reveal, premature, I'm sure, of Titan Wars, Titans Returns, Titans whatever, Fortress Maximus. So this um, this broke uh, basically overnight uh, because the uh, the image, I'm sure, I know, originated in Asia, uh, much like the um, the blaster um, product spec sheet that uh, was our first like image of anything Titans related. This is what this is. It's basically like a, a product sheet that goes into um, the kind of presentation that you give to a retail buyer, um, basically showing Fortress Maximus in his two primary modes. Uh, he's double headmaster. We'll get into the details in a second. And it kind of outlays um, the basic stuff uh, for Fortress Maximus as if he was uh, basically just a skew, a product. So a couple of things that are interesting in the uh, in the sheet, and we'll dive into each one of them uh, as needed. Um, it says Titan Wars on it instead of Titans Returns, and I can tell you that's a non-issue because uh, I can assure you there's many things uh, I'm sure running around Hasbro that have uh, both um, names kind of attached. Uh, it's a big company, lots of things in different uh, stages of development, <clears throat> so they don't really have. Don't expect them to have a perfect uh, branding, um, uh, I guess, uh, like hive mind. There are things all over the place that are branded different things. Anyway, uh, it's got product features that say it's the first Titan Wars product. It has an exclusive sword, an exclusive Titan Master figure. It includes deluxe Titan Master Cerebros. It has a G1 deco and labels. And the, uh, the SRP is $179.99 with a release date. Um, of 2-19-2016. So, um, guys, first of all, um, let me get your thoughts, your first impressions when you first saw this. Uh, I'll start with you, uh, Melvar. Um, when you woke up to the news, basically, uh, what'd you think? I thought to myself, man, this would have been a really great Toy Fair reveal. Yeah, this isn't quite, uh, I think, what everybody kind of had in mind as far as, like, the unveiling no. of Fortress Maximus. No, I was actually at work when I saw this this morning, and mm -hmm. I, I, I was on uh, break this morning, and I pulled out my cell phone and, you know, went to a news site, and there was no spoiler warnings, no nothing, just a picture of Fortress Maximus. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Do you think this should have come with a spoiler warning? Yes, very much so. Really? That's interesting. It doesn't get the pass as like this is like a this is some kind of brand of journalism and like here it is for all to see. You think it should have been uh, like kind of like below the fold or it should have a been, link away. You know, yeah, breaking combine or breaking Titans Return news 
after the after the link would have mm. been would have been nice. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I just like my, the option to avoid spoilers. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, as hard as it is these days, Don. What were your first impressions when you when you saw this news? I, I know you were working this morning, so you kind of saw it later in the day. But uh, well, I was I was the exact same way. I was having breakfast, well, lunch, whatever, and uh, I saw that, and I'm thinking, okay. Is this real? Because we had heard it, Fortress Maximus was coming, or is this another one of those mock-ups like the Abominus was last week? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure which way to go, but it looks official. You know, there's you know all sorts of you know, uh, that, numbers and letters and stuff, and you know, yeah. You know, if 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 someone created this just for a lark, they put a lot of work into it. Yeah, for sure. They did. Um, I would say that uh, that it definitely, for me, feels like a no-brainer. This is uh, this is official because it looks very much like something, like I said, that slides right into a, a binder that you uh, that you give to a buyer, a big retail buyer, um, very much. Uh, or a PowerPoint presentation. Yes, or a PowerPoint presentation to a buyer. Um, or, or if they're old school, an overhead projector. Or an overhead projector. Yes, transparency. Uh, those never go out of style. Let's... Uh, Let's dig into the toy itself. So, so guys, it, first of all, it's a double, it's a double master, a double Titan master. Um, that's pretty cool to be expected. It is a, I think, definitely a um, a reworking, a reshelling of Metroplex, like we all um, expected. He definitely has Metroplex's arms and thighs. I don't know if there's anything else that screams Metroplex. Um, Melvar, do you see anything else other than like some arms and thighs in there? Uh, Otherwise, he looks pretty new. All I've seen is, I mean, a, a fairly small picture, but yeah, he looks substantially new. He's also going to be, uh, I feel like, given the character, a much more appropriate size. If he's he's if he's effectively the height, and he looks like he might even be a little bit more bulky than Metroplex. Mm-hmm. That scale feels much more like Fortress Maximus to me versus Metroplex. Yeah, uh, Metroplex is very, very tall, but he's also kind of on the uh, scrawny side, mm-hmm. very, very narrow around the waist. And I mean, with Fortress Maximus, with the uh, the tower alone that folds around his sides, that will fill in a lot of that space. Yes, for sure. Uh, Don, what are your uh, what are your impressions of uh, of the toy itself? Well, I, I'm liking the fact they kept the double headmaster, and they just didn't have, you know, the Cerebro unit going straight to the head without the uh, the other headmaster figure. Mm-hmm. That's that's an important part of the character is the, the double headmaster feature. Uh, you know, it looks like it's going to be a battle station mode versus an actual city mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may be a city mode you you can fan create to try to sort of condense it down some uh i'm more wondering from a, from the fiction standpoint where this will appear in the comic and who the small headmaster will be but again i'm, I'm that's just from the fiction standpoint of uh of just wondering how that's going to play out too yeah i'm really surprised they kept this a double headmaster i was not expecting that yeah because it seems like that would be an easy parts count to drop and still be a headmaster absolutely you know but keeping it the double headmaster uh, which makes which makes me think there's going to be some kind of significance with that smaller headmaster 
either for the toy play pattern, maybe being able to combine with the other headmasters from the Titan series. Maybe maybe in the fiction, it's a big push for a new character or an existing character. Uh, I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but it'll be interest, interesting to see. This is the voice of God. Hey, I'm... the voice of God has a, a charming southern accent. Hi, y'all. Hey, uh, so hey, it's Brian. Hey, sorry, I'm producing the show this week, sort of. Uh, but I, I'm actually looking right now at a picture of uh, Metroplex at tfu.info, where everyone should go, mm. and comparing it against Fortress Maximus, it looks like a completely new toy to me. It looks to me like it's 100% completely new. Oh, really? Even like the arms? Including the arms and everything. I wow. mean, the, the base transforms differently. Uh, the, yeah, uh, sure. he, he He's more... Uh, Fortress Maximus is more... Uh, he's shorter, uh, bulkier. Uh, it to me looks, um, I mean, it's, it to me looks like it's a hundred percent new. Interesting. Um, thanks for doing that research, producer Brian. You're welcome. Okay. I'm disappearing now. Save your tweets when you attack us for thinking it was, or attacking me for I'm, thinking it was partially. I mean, it, you know, it, it could be, I mean, there could be bits and pieces, but I'm comparing the two, and it to me looks 100% new. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I hope it is. Um, but then again, you know, they've also shown like they have the uh, a pretty savvy ability to mix in old and new and make it feel new, so long as they only do it once or twice, not six or seven times. Um, so, yeah, I think um, I think I'm also impressed by the double headmaster. Uh, gimmick retaining it, especially because uh, if Cerebros is, uh, as it says on the sheet, deluxe size, um, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. That's a lot of play value for what's probably going to amount to be about 200 bucks when you add in tax and all that stuff. So uh, let's actually talk about the price. Um, rounding it up to a, to a number, say that's more accurate, like what's com- coming out of your wallet, 200 bucks. 200 bucks for Fortress Maximus. Uh, Melvar, is the price right or wrong? Uh, this is a very large toy, and if we've indeed got the double headmaster gimmick, that that is a pretty substantial parts count. And uh, yeah, I think I'm willing to pay it. Don, uh, of course, count you know count me in. Uh, <laughs> I know you're uh, going to buy it, but do you think it's a uh, fair price just on this first glance? Well, again, you know this. You know this may not be this. This this may be many. This is MSRP. It mm. may come out a little cheaper. They'll or be a little safe, more expensive. A little, little more expensive. You know, again, it all depends on when it hits, the time of year, uh, where it hits, where it hits exactly. Uh, I, I'm definitely interested in getting it. Uh, again, it'll just be time and tide on on how it how it lands. Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of when it lands, uh, this sheet says two nineteen, so uh, mid February. That really puts it in kind of an odd time for exclusives and conventions. You kind of got Toy Fair. Um, you'll actually have Bacon um, not too far after that, um, and they do mention an exclusive sword, an exclusive Titan Master figure. Not sure, you know, the word exclusive can have a lot of different meanings. Um, I, I would expect the sword to be an ex- either an exclusive for a market or a retailer or an early release or something like that. But, um, you know, one of the things that we that we got with Metroplex were a couple of 
subtle, but they were exclusives for different shows. Based on what Hasbro and Takara did with Metroplex, like I say, it was pretty conservative what they did with their exclusives, but they did them. Um, do you guys expect a similar treatment with Fortress Maximus? Fortress Maximus doesn't have a huge history of major repaints. Uh, there's Brave Max and Grand, you know, Max. Grand Max, and really that's about it. But but as we saw, we didn't even get a Metro Titan. So Melvar, what are you, what, are you, what does your gut say on how many times they're going to use this mold and how they're going to use it? Okay, first off, I'm still upset we didn't get a Metro Titan. Um, I I can see at least one redeco of this for San Diego Comic-Con, and it's probably not going to be Brave or Grand Max. I think they'll probably go the Metroplex route and throw some chrome on it and be done. Mm. What about you, Don? What do you, what do you see as like another use for this? Well, uh, it does mention having the sword. So I'm thinking they may be pulling the, uh, the Grand Maximus, uh, sword out perhaps if, if, unless they're making a whole new, tooling for the sword mm-hmm. uh, I'm thinking maybe they could do a G1 colored because this is definitely not G1 colored it's got some highlights of course but it's definitely not the G1 color it's pattern. a prototype too Don yeah well I also I can't pull up the I can't pull up the image anymore for some reason the webpage won't load oh no done yeah so uh, but I'm just saying that, you know, if this is even close to being the final color scheme, mm-hmm. a G1 accurate one would be another possibility than one for the Chrome. Perhaps they would uh, ditch the God Sword and add his classic G1 weapons, the Photon Cannon and the Dual Laser as a possibility. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, so so you, might get, so you might get a weapons change out for one of them. Uh, heck, they could always, you know, they wouldn't do this except maybe for BotCon, but uh, again, just brainstorming they could do that in scorpion up colors and be shattered glass fortress maximus oh I'm my just, gosh i'm just saying it's still a possibility at some point somewhere it's because it has been uh <laughs> yes know, indeed refer- yeah man i you know what that's a good call out though john they haven't they didn't give any reference or any pictures or anything for uh for his handguns um that's definitely something that they could use to differentiate different releases but um I'll be really disappointed if he gets the similar or a similar treatment that Metroplex did. I think we could all agree that was like a huge missed opportunity or we feel like there's at least like, like we said, like well, a me- Metro the, Titan in there. Well, it, yes, it's the same treatment that Devastator got this past year. That's Throw true. on it yeah. and be done. Yeah. And also the fact is they, is they counted the same mold three times as, as part of the thrilling 30 or at least twice anyway. Mm-hmm. And, that's really not much of a significant difference when you just add Chrome. Not very add, thrilling. Yeah, it, it's it's it's. <laughs> I was whelmed. Very nice. Hey, that brings up a um, a really good name, Melvar. You brought up Devastator. Uh, the fact that we okay, so now we've got the next big guy in the line, kind of staring us in the face. And if he's going to come out in February, that's really right around the corner. Does that put a nail in the coffin of official releases for Devastator? I think there's still a possibility of, like the the G two sets we're getting. I think we could see one more. I, well, I think I think we could see a yellow one before yeah. this all said and done. Yeah, uh, maybe one tops. Don, what do you think? What do you think this uh, spells for Devastator's fate? 
Well, I'm sure it'll be dragged back out like a uh, a favorite a favorite pony at a show. Uh, I'm sure we'll get a G2 repaint somewhere where they, where they need an exclusive uh, because I, I'm sure they can still recolor it and just make more money off the mold. It's just gonna be a matter of how waiting how long for those G2 repaints hmm. uh, since this is coming out. Um, yeah, I, I certainly I hope we get one more. I I don't. I think it will be sooner rather than later. Yeah, actually, I think so. Like next year, basically. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think? Um, do you think if they do G two Devastator, that they will try to release the Takara version over here, um, if possible, or do you think they'll just go ahead and just recolor the Hasbro? Do you think they'll try to they'll entertain the opportunity of bringing the Takara mold over here in G two colors? What do you think, Melvar? Oh, I would like to see them try that. Because it would um, be exclusive, so, you know, I mean, different price, possibly. Yeah, it it does slightly raise the parts count on it, mm-hmm. but... That is an opportunity. That is an opportunity. It, it is an opportunity, I w- an opportunity I would like to see them take, but I could actually see them just reissuing the Hasbro one. Mm-hmm. Hey, Don, I don't think I've ever asked you this. Uh, are you a yellow Devastator or an orange Devastator fan? Actually, I I like both of them, uh, but I honestly think with with the American retail of Devastator being around one hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. let's just say give or take, mm-hmm. and they choose to do another production run of that, I could see them doing a yellow a, a yellow or orange Devastator as a Transformers Collectors Club exclusive, mm-hmm. because you could sell each one for twenty five to thirty dollars per figure. There'd be no remolding, no retooling. And you would still pay over the course of the six regular retail. And if they can sell it at retail for one forty nine, then there would be no need to up the price doing a, just a strict repaint only. Mm-hmm. And again, that would give the Collector's Club a subscription service uh, combiner figure using the G2 colors, using Devastator as one outlet. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just it just makes a lot of sense they can make money that way without having to increase the price at all. Yes, Melvar. I was going to say, I, I don't see it as a subscription thing. I think FunPub could do it, mm-hmm. but I don't think it would work as the subscription service. I think it's just the molds are just too expensive. There's there's too much material there to release a $25 to $30 you know, figure subscription, each subscription. I think that's just too much. Yeah, you never know. Um, I, I do think uh, it's intriguing, however they release it, uh, that they could release Devastator, I guess, you know, as an exclusive one way or another, obviously outside of the realm of a Bacon show toy. Uh, you never know. Um, I, I think I think it's just a really, it's a really obvious release. It's one that the fans, I think, want G2 is clearly something that they have tied into Combiner Wars with a couple of upcoming sets. It's very odd that that one's kind of hanging out there. I think it probably speaks to how much trouble, for lack of a better term, these really large size classes are for them because there are definitely opportunities and pre-existing characters and very obvious repaints to do, and they don't do them. And and it must speak to just the, the factors that go into releasing these big 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 toys um but last thing guys before we go 
Do you think, uh, given the name Titan Wars, right, do you think that Fortress Maximus is the one and only Titan-class toy we're getting, or do you think we're going to get something else before this line is over? And if you think we are, what do you think are the candidates? Melvar, what do you think? Is this guy the one and only Titan in Titan Wars, or are we going to get maybe a Decepticon counterpart or something else? What do you think? Oh, history wants to tell me that, yes, this is going to be the only one, but optimism tell is forcing me to say uh, maybe a Scorponok towards, like, if Fort Ma- Fortress Maximus is going to be towards the beginning of the line, mm-hmm. maybe a Scorponok to close out the line in about a year. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. That'd be a nice bookend, too. Uh, Don, what do you think? Well, I think, as much as I would like to see a Scorponok, I honestly think that if we're going to get a Metro Titan and the Metroplex mold itself is still intact and was not adjusted for Fortress Maximus, this is when they can bring out an evil Decepticon counterpart to Fortress Maximus and get another use out of the Metroplex mold Mm -hmm. in just a Metro Titan color. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that way they've got a large Decepticon to fight a large Autobot they don't have to make another mold completely unique. They get another use out of Metro, uh, the Metroplex mold. Uh, so I think if I think if we get a Decepticon, it'll be now it'll be Metro Titan uh, hmm. as the counterpart. And I would love to see Metro Titan, but the reason I'm going with Scorponok is because the Titans Return series is dealing more with the Masters, Power Master, Target Master, Headmaster, and Metro Titan was none of those things. That's yes. what's leading me towards Scorponok. Interesting, interesting. I could also see them uh, taking the uh, the headmaster gimmick uh, and kind of modernizing it for Scorponok. Kind of have we how we've seen like you know say like um, double headmaster and just like just like uh, Fortress Maximus, the deluxe part of that equation turns into the entire Scorponok head. It's not just a tiny guy in a helmet, so to speak. So I could see them definitely kind of like modernizing that. Um, very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Well, um, one thing, John. Since mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have the Hasbro Metroplex. I have Utopia instead. Could ah, they? Yes. Could they not? Maybe make the Headmaster gimmick work, or a Headmaster function be retooled onto the Metroplex mold? Uh, yeah, they could do that too. I, well, I mean, I'm sure they could do almost anything. Um, that's definitely something they could do. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I just didn't know whether the 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 build quality or the build design of Metroplex's head would allow that without you know totally gutting like the upper half of the torso or something I wasn't sure on that. yeah well, it, yeah if he's a headmaster you don't have to worry about hiding the head away you could just pull it off so it would mm-hmm. not be hard to to redo that yeah for sure and I wouldn't put it past them I mean clearly they've become a real real fan of repurposing so um, speaking of uh, before we go Melvar I gotta mention that my Combaticon deluxes are shipping uh, at some point, any day now, I guess, from Big Bad Toy Store. Did you get in on a, on that, or are you waiting? Where are you? They, where are you they're at? sitting in my pile of loot. I'm waiting for onslaught. I understand. Don, uh, did you order the Combaticons online, or are you going to bide your time? Actually, I ordered them online. I had the shipping notice. I'm hoping the uh, Voyagers will come in so I can pay for them all together. Ooh, yes. Yeah, and if Takara does do an actual shuttle mode blast off, I will probably be double dipping on this set because I'm a Bruticus fanboy. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, well, you know what? Actually, I want to have both of you guys back 
when we get the Combaticon sets in. Um, let's have a little roundtable on that and uh, do a temperature check, if you will, on on Combiner Wars sets. Because as much as uh, as much as I like to say that I'm I'm cooling off on Combiner Wars, I still get excited when my pile of loot tells me I've got a new set in said pile of loot. I still get giddy. So especially when one of them has a brand new mold. One out of four. One out of five, really, is uh, is new. Um, one I'm is heavily retooled. One is heavily, heavily retooled. All right. Okay. So uh, one and a half. How about that? 1.5? There we go. 1.75, okay. maybe? Yes. That's, yeah, maybe that's overstating. 1.5. 1.5. Uh, guys, thank you for recording a breaking news podcast. Finally, weeks after weeks of drought. We get, uh, I guess, unfortunately, a uh, an industry leak, but it gave us something to talk about. So, Don Melvar, thank you very much for joining me. Not a problem, John. Always a pleasure. And uh, before I go, guys, yes, it's begging time. I will say uh, it is the holiday season, and tis the season for giving to others and giving to yourself. Treat yourself or others. Go to tfradio.net, click the Amazon link, and do your Amazon shopping, your holiday shopping. Um, it won't cost you anything extra. You don't have to buy anything different. But when you go to uh, Amazon via tfradio.net, some nickels and dimes go into Brian Kilby's pocket. And he uses those nickels and dimes to keep the podcasts going, flowing, and free. He's always experimenting, trust us, on bringing you better sounding podcasts and different podcasts. And every little bit helps. So to go to tfradio.net, click the Amazon link, do your holiday shopping, and thank you for listening and supporting us so for don and melvar this is john we will see you on the next rfc minicast music provided by bensound.com